Hi Secreters, coming to you live from a very cold Midwestern afternoon and uh, I'm excited about uh, the walkthrough in Chicago it was pretty cool and you know with all of the chatter on the pages lately about history and symbology I thought this would be a good time to talk about a couple of things with painting one. So um, I know it has been brought up that there are numerous opinions on how relevant history is to the secret. And I think it's important to put some of those things to bed and have some recognition for what the meanings truly are. So I'm going to go, I, I realize on another thread, somebody had asked a comment about some of the symbols on the bottom of painting one. So I'm actually going to talk about uh, a couple things here. So, but first off, let's talk about the first symbol that I want to talk about. So I've got this highlighted here. I'm going to try to get as close as I can. And you see the triangles. One is up and one is down sitting on each other over here in this corner. Okay. So the triangles have a very interesting history that go all the way back to the alchemic table. Alchemy uh, basically were the, uh, the beginnings or the four elements of what became the existence of all of us in the world. So when I kind of wrote this out here a little bit to chart it. Um, so the triangle that faces up is representative of fire. The triangle that faces down is representative of water. And then you have the last two elements, which are air and earth. Air is the triangle up with a line through it. And earth is the triangle down with a line through it. So these were heavily used uh, symbols in differentiating various elements. So in alchemy, the triangle itself represents the three realms of our existence that we encounter in our human experiences. Um, these three elements are the body, the mind, and the soul or spirit. So these elements are based on Greek philosophy and they were brought about by Empedocles and Aristotle. And we know who Aristotle is. And by the way, as we're discussing what the symbology is, we're talking about history. So <laughs> that I throw that in there. Um, anyway, they claimed that the universe was formed of these four elements. And they are considered the foundation for everything in existence. So we all know we can't live without water or air, right? We need the earth to make food and fire to keep warm. All of these things play a part. And JJP was very interesting in using these symbols because not only do they date back to early Greek alchemy, but they also blend over into the Asian Hinduism and the Chinese mythology, Buddhism, 
and the Shiva. So uh, if you ever go to uh, wonderful Asian markets and you see that they have the statue of the Shiva sitting there depicted and they will give it offerings. Um, it is one of the seven lucky gods of Japan. So it means that's how Japan kind of flows into that as well. But um, it's a god that enjoys and exalts a position as a household deity in Japan and is worshiped as the god of wealth and fortune. So uh, in China, we have Mahakala, which is kind of similar to the Akaya or the fierce Shiva, which is in both China and Japan. And so all of these things tie together for symbology and meaning. And so when JJP is painting these symbols in the paintings, he is wanting uh, probably the, the Asian immigrants that want to come here and play the game, right? He's telling them, we're using some of your symbols here to help lead you where you need to go. Now, um, I got a busy little guy here at home, so he'll, you'll have to pardon the little interruption here or there. But why this is important to think about is we also have how it ties into feng shui. So in feng shui, you want the triangle facing up is supposed to bring in energy. And it is supposed to give so much energy that you don't want triangles in your bedroom. Okay, you want triangles in your office. You want triangles in your workout room to give you that energy to boost you along. You would want triangles upside down for the outflow, for the rest, right? So there are these things, these symbols that are painted in here that we can pull off of the alchemic table um, or feng shui or even triangles in numerology. I mean, they are full of creativity and imagination. They express your the self and positive thinking in numerology. The number three has a forward motion to life, which are the three sides of the triangle. So all of these things tie into some of the symbolism here. Now, what I did also notice is um, as we study it, and I'm going to look over, and as you can see too, on this woman's cape, there is a, a picture of the yin and yang underneath the hand. And of course, that would be at the center of Chinese medicine, ancient medicine, um, acupuncture, and kind of like the symbol that's in the center that surrounds all of the elements of um, Chinese medicine, right? So so there are these, these ties here to ancient stories and symbologies that you can't deny and you have to understand why they're put there and who they're put there for. 
one of the interesting things about the periodic table, or sorry, the alchemic table, is the symbol of a square with a dot in the center, which typically stands for urine. But the triangle that's beside it, with that's facing down with a dot, is indicative of the Shiva that we just talked about. So um, the, it's considered, he was considered the destroyer. And you say, well, you know, Karen, what does this all mean? And this is just crazy. And I don't understand any of that. Well, I would suggest that we pick up these alchemic tables and we look through them because these triangles have really interesting meaning, I think. And they, they offer a symbology that, you know, if you're just a typical American that doesn't know much about Asian culture or the history, you would want to learn what that meant, right? And Byron's saying, throw in this little element, throw in these things that are, that you notice automatically. I mean, I do. Every time I go and I see my sweet friend who does my, my nails and she has her, her Shiva statue and the Buddhism, Buddhist statues sitting there together and um, making her offerings. And so I, I recognized that. And so Byron wants us to recognize and see things visually and understand what that symbol means. And then you go one step further, which is kind of interesting. I'm not going to go in through all of these because there are still some that I'm trying to break down all the possible meanings for in her dress. But at the top part, like basically on the left side, if you're looking at the picture, you know, the, this part of her cape over here, there is a circle and a square right beside each other. So while I know everyone is set on their verses, some people are a little more fluid in their thinking, past circle and square. Don't know if that has anything to do with that or not, but I'm going to keep looking at these alchemic tables and we'll try to determine that. But I just wanted to kind of talk a little bit about some of that symbology because I think it gets lost. I think people don't pay enough attention to it and they should because there are critical hints there and clues that are going to guide you and where you need to go. So anyways, uh, I hope that you enjoy that little, under, little understudy of of the symbols and maybe you have some questions and we can talk about it but um yeah so let's break down some paintings y'all's and have some fun secret on fairy on